Peace, light, and love, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Black Girl Essentials Podcast. I am your wonderful host, Marquita, joining you on our favorite day of the week, Podcast Wednesdays. We are going into the beautiful month of July, and I'm very excited about what this month is going to bring to us. I have some time to think about what I wanted to talk about moving forward. I had a couple of conversations with um, a few close friends and we were just talking about the entire podcast experience, you know, from me starting out under the essence of black, then um, transferring over to the black girl essentials. And part of the reason for me transferring over to the black girl essentials is because I felt that it spoke to Um, my audience. I felt it was a name that encompasses everything it is that we need to talk about as black girls. You know, what our essentials are, the things that we need in order to show up for ourselves, um, the conversations that we need to have and all of those things, right? Now, most of you that have been following me, whether you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you know that I'm a health and wellness coach and I talk a lot about holistic practices. You talk a lot about mindfulness and ways to show up for yourself and the empowerment perspective and all of these things. And that's great. All of those things are okay. The conversation that I was having with one of my close friends back home was just in reference to how do we move forward? How do we move forward and have conversations that we need to have? Now, the content and everything is great. Whoever is listening to the podcast, you take what resonates with you and you leave what doesn't. And if you happen to need it during that time, it's there for you to go back to previous episodes and just to take those nuggets and see how to apply it in your everyday life. Now, I will say last week I did not put out an episode and I did that intentionally And the reason why I did that is because I needed to take a step back. I really needed to think about what I wanted to say. And I want to share a story with you. And I've heard this a few couple of people. And one of the things that I have been hearing is that use your voice. You have this voice. Your voice needs to be heard. And honestly, when I was told that, I really didn't understand it. I'd always always been told that I should teach, that I should lecture, that I should do these things, but I never took an interest in it. And I really didn't pay it any attention. And the more I started to talk to people, the more I started to speak, the more I started to mentor and break things down and just saw the interaction that I had with people when I spoke, when I talked about certain things, there was a connection there. And when I had this conversation, a few days ago, one of the things that they brought to my attention is that you need to speak on things. You need to speak on this topic. You need to talk about these things, all the things that you're talking about with the rainbows and butterflies and, you know, you're touching these little pieces, but I know you can go deeper. And part of me going deeper is to do a lot of self-reflection. That's for any of us. And I do that every year. I do tap into a period of deep self-reflection, reflecting on who I am as a woman, as a black woman, who I am as a daughter, who I am as a sister, as a friend, and I self-evaluate. I reflect on all of these years, all of my experiences, and I think about what I could have done differently. How did I show up? How did I not show up? Was I showing up for myself? 
Was I showing up for this person? And none of us are perfect. We are continuously learning about ourselves and people every single day. Every day we wake up, we're always told to show a sense of gratitude and appreciation for the things that we have. And this is a sincere appreciation for me being able to share space with you on this podcast for the past year and a half. And it is a sincere gratitude and appreciation for those that listen and for those individuals that take something from it. But as I was having this conversation with my friend and we were talking about different things to touch on, one of the things that really stood out to me is that we don't want to talk about the tough stuff. We don't want to talk about the things that we need to address as black women. And we're all aware. We're all aware of the strong black woman mentality. We're all aware of the idea and the concept that we need to put on this facade and this role that we have to continuously show up, even if it's at the expense of us doing harm to ourselves, even if it's at the expense of us causing harm to those that are around us. And I don't even mean physical harm, just emotional harm, spiritual harm, not being able to show up completely and fully for ourselves because of the way that we tend to beat ourselves down. And we plant this seed. We plant this seed in our minds. And if you ever heard me speak, I always relate everything to seeds. Always related to growth, um, soil, planting, fertilization, all of these things, right? Because even with me speaking to you, it's planting a seed. Whether that's a small seed, whether it's a big seed, it's planting something in you. And you take your experiences. You take from it what you need, whether it's this type of fertilizer, whether it's this type of water, and you pour into that seed, you water that seed. And you water it how you see fit. But the seeds that I bring to you, whether it's something big or something small, you have to determine what type of soil you're planting that in. And so when I'm talking to individuals about these things and I'm having conversations about how to move forward, how do you tap into those conversations? You got to go through the experience. And this month, I decided to get extremely transparent extremely vulnerable and not saying that I have not been vulnerable with you guys because I have those of you that have listened to some of my episodes and have spoken to me in person whether it's through consultation or um, just me collaborating with other people you've had opportunity to hear me share certain pieces and stories um, especially the ones about coming out of a 12-year relationship with physical mental abuse And, you know, I talk about the miscarriages, I talk about stress, I talk about depression, but I feel that it's it's deeper. It's deeper than that. And when I talk about being deeper than that, I talk about suicide. I talk about depression. I talk about anxiety. I talk about all of these things because those are the things that we tend to overlook. Those are the things that sometimes we want to tiptoe around because we don't want this perception or people to look at us in a certain type of way. But at the end of the day, how are we looking at ourselves? How are we examining the way that we are showing up for ourselves? How are we 
identifying and being in a space where we can have this self-awareness to know when something is wrong. And I took the time this morning and I deleted everything off my Instagram. I deleted every single picture. I deleted everything. And I've done this before. Of course, you know, you want to clean up your social media from time to time, um, especially if it has things on there that um, really doesn't resonate with the message. And I've always had things on my social media that resonates with my message and my purpose of what I do. But this time it felt a little different. Because I'm showing up from a space of realignment. I'm showing up from a space where I had to get even deeper with myself and get back to my root and get back to my source and my why. And I talk about this. I talk about it through writing. I talk about it through poetry. And I decided to talk about it on a podcast. And to share that story, to share that experience. And I put on the post, realignment. And if you've done Mindful Sundays with me, you know we have different topics for the month and we focus on that topic and we talk about chakras, we talk about things that we can do in order to tap into that theme for the month. And last month's theme was evolution. Actually, I'm sorry, it was not evolution. Um, that was the month before. And we were talking about release, letting go. And part of releasing and letting go is just getting rid of the expectation. It's detachment. Detaching ourselves from the outcome and just being. And sometimes it's hard to just be. It's hard to be ourselves because we have been taught so many times to be the person that everyone else wants us to be. And sometimes we can't do that. We can't continuously show up in the space of being what other people expect us to. Because then we start to lose sight of who we are. And going through two years, two and a half years actually of depression, being able to post on social media and only those people that really know you, and this is for anyone, but I specifically noticed it for myself. Those individuals that know me, that know Marquita, that know the Marquita outside of the podcast, that knows Marquita outside of the community work, that knows Marquita outside of the health and wellness realm, the doula realm, all of these titles that really don't mean a thing. But those individuals that know me were able to look at me, were able to see through a photo, were able to see me smile and look through my smile and say, something's wrong with you. And you want to be in connection with people that are like that. You want to be so deeply connected with individuals that they'll be able to sense when something is wrong with you. And I've been blessed and fortunate enough to be around individuals that know that. And I've been blessed and fortunate enough to be that individual for someone else. But I was going through two and a half years of depression stress, anxiety, and I used to have really bad anxiety when I was younger and I felt it coming back. And I went through two and a half years of that. Two and a half years of limiting beliefs. Two and a half years of coping and dealing with my own issues. And we all go through it. It doesn't matter if you're a life coach, health and wellness coach, it doesn't matter. We all go through this, this period in our lives 
The difference is we handle it differently. We cope differently. Some of us look towards positive habits like exercise, um, meditation. Some of us go through that and others, they resort to something negative. And I've spoken about this before in terms of how you cope and deal with certain things. What do you go to and healthier ways to to maneuver through this process? And that's part of the things, um, the thing that I touch on when I coach. And because I knew that about myself, I knew how to adapt. I knew how to move. I knew how to cope. But there's always that point where you feel nothing is working. You feel that nothing is happening. And when you go through that phase and that point in your life where you feel that you're trying everything and doing everything it is that you you feel you need to do in your power, that can cause a lot of anxiety. That can cause a lot of pressure on you. And that's what it did. Not that I didn't know what to do, because I knew what to do. Not that I didn't know the processes and, and all of these things, because I knew all of that. These are things that I know, and these are things that you know. But sometimes you get to that point where nothing just, nothing helps. And you go through this process, you go through this process of evolution, you go through this process of change, and you're self-aware. And a lot of people aren't self-aware. They're not able to identify when something is off. So if you've ever gone through that and you're able to self-identify, I commend you completely. Because it's hard for a lot of people to do that. Some people can self-identify, but to hear yourself say it, to hear yourself say, I identify something is wrong. I need help. I need this. This is taking place. This is going on in my life. And it's hard for us to hear those words because we can't imagine ourselves saying that. We provide mentorship. We provide guidance. We provide support. We provide all of these things to everyone else. But what do we provide to ourselves? And that was the space that I was in, you know, just going through the thought process of having limits and beliefs, not moving how I know to move and show up for myself because you fear how somebody else is going to perceive it. Or somebody is going to to look at you as as competition or somebody is going to make you feel a certain type of way. And like I told you, I'm going to be all the way real with you guys. And I'm just going to talk because these are the experiences that I've been going through. And people that don't understand you, that sometimes operate in ego, that don't understand your story, that ask you the questions that they need to ask you, that's not your problem. That has nothing to do with you. But sometimes you allow those things to creep in and you allow those things to shape those limits and beliefs about who you are, who you know yourself to be, the truths that you know about yourself. You allow those limits and beliefs to throw all of that stuff out the window because you're taking on projections of other people. And when you begin to take on projections of other people, you stop showing up for yourself. And that's what I have stopped doing. And I was having a conversation with... um a mentor today, and he said, be careful what you say and how you say it. And he said that 
when I told him that I felt that I stepped away from who I was, he's like, you portrayed yourself. And I was like, oh, that's pretty harsh for you to say that I portrayed myself. And he broke it down to me. And to me, this made sense. I had to create trust in myself. I had to go back to my source and my root and figure out what was going on. Why was I angry? Why was I so emotional? Like, what what was the problem? Why was I feeling this way? What was different this time? What was different? I had to go deeper. I had to go back to my source. I had to go back to the abusive relationship. I had to reflect on that time. I had to reflect on all of the things that I lost going through that experience and remember why I created the woman that I had become prior to coming to this present space. Because coming out of that abusive relationship, you know what it's like to be beaten. You know what it's like to to feel disrespect. You know what it's like to feel hurt. You know what it's like to feel unhappiness and just not having peace in your life. You know what those things feel like. And based on those experiences that you go through, you heal and you go through a space and a time of healing. And I had to go through a space and time of healing. And I was in a, a abusive relationship since like 98, 99 until up until like 2012. And it didn't start off like that, but it was toxic. It was extremely toxic. And when you're going through that, and you're surrounded by people that teach you to enable that type of behavior, it becomes your norm. And that was my norm. Abuse was my norm. Enduring abuse and pain was defined as being strong. And that's what I had grown accustomed to for all of those years. And even though we took breaks in between that, that's why it was always easy for me to go back to that space because I was attached to the abuse that I viewed as love. And it wasn't. So coming out of that space, coming out of that abusive relationship, I spent the next few years just healing, crying, stalking social media like we always do you know, screaming, crying, and, and allowing myself to feel. And during that time, it was rough. That situation was not, it wasn't easy. Because when you're going through the healing process, especially coming out of something like that, you view relationships completely different. You fall into the space where you focus strictly on work. You don't need anybody. You don't care how anybody feels. And that's where I was at. I was going through that space and that phase. And I viewed relationships like that because I felt that, no, this happened. And I got to guard myself. I got to put up this wall. And that's what I did. And as I was going through that process, I'll never forget it. And I always reference this person, my mentor. And she said, Marquita, you can't look at relationships like that. As you continue to grow in your career and you just continue to grow as a person, as a woman, you are going to be in relationship with 
everything, not just people, everything. And me, in my 20s, my mid-20s, you know, got it all together, you know, excelling in the career and everything like that, knocking it out the park. Oh, no, I don't. I don't need nobody. I don't need this. She was like, yes, you do. I don't need anybody. And that was just my mentality. I don't need anybody. You know, I, I do this on my own. I wasn't doing it on my own. You know, and a lot of times we fall into that. We fall into that space where we're doing it on our own or so we think that we're doing it on our own. And as I continued to heal from that, I started to understand finally what she meant when it came to relationships. In order for me to progress, not only in my career, but just progress as a person, especially within this society, where you have so many obstacles and walls up against you already because of how you look. And as I continue to go through that and I realize I need people, I need relationship. We are not placed on this earth to be alone. We are placed on this earth to be in relationship with people to work and operate in love. But that's something that I had to learn later on. And as I continue to grow through that experience and heal and learn, I'm like, this is what she meant. And once I understood the importance of relationship and connection and how deeply tied and rooted that is to me becoming the woman that I needed to become for myself, for my own personal healing, things started opening up. I started to release a lot of things. I started to attract the things in my life that I needed even more and when I finally understood that I was able to identify this is what love is for myself because I had to redefine a lot of things I had to redefine what love meant I had to redefine what respect meant I had to redefine what strength and honesty, integrity, what all of those things meant to me. Because when you're in the middle of it, going through it, you don't see that. You don't see it at all. And I had to redefine that. And on top of me redefining what those things meant to me, I had to learn to give that stuff to myself. I had to learn to give love and respect and integrity and all of those things to myself. And once I was able to give those things to myself, it was easy for me to move in a space where that's all I attracted in my life. And those were my boundaries. Those were my essential values. Those were the things that I stood on. And because I stood on those things, because of the experiences that I went through, if I was in communication or interaction with anybody, because I don't let everybody near me, I don't give everybody access to me. If I give you access to me, that means I love you and I care deeply for you. Now, I know sometimes people say, oh, you can't be me. You can't come off like that. You can be cordial, but not everybody deserves access. And a lot of people don't understand how important that is. And I identified that because I understood what relationships meant and how valuable they are. So if I was ever interacting with anyone and you made me feel outside of how I wanted to feel, I had to detach from you. I have to detach from you because I'm not getting what I need. 
And it's hard when you're going through something like that. And this is something that I had to build for myself. And like I said, you know, sometimes you have to go back and do your self-evaluation. Sometimes when you are going through different seasons and points in your life, a lot of people are not going to understand that aspect of you. And they view it as, oh, you're cutting people off. You're being too this, you're being too that. It has nothing to do with cutting somebody off because we all have boundaries. We all have things that we know are not going to work for us. We all have triggers. And one of the things that I was talking to someone about today, actually, is that a lot of people don't understand just because you know who you are doesn't mean that you haven't healed or worked through something. You just know what is not for you. You, you just, you know, you know what is not going to work for you. If I know for a fact that I need to move in a space and operate in love and peace, and these are the things that I want in my life, and I cut you off because you're not giving me those things, it doesn't mean I'm mean. It doesn't mean that I'm not giving you the opportunity. It's because my spirit is not sitting well with this, and there's something there. That doesn't mean that I explore it to see what that thing is. You know, I, I can give you, I can be cordial with you. And for me, the way that I had to move in relationships um, with people, it, whether it was personal or professional, I have to observe. I'm an observer. I'm a thinker. And I have to process things. And not a lot of people understand that, like, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. That's you. It has nothing to do with me. It doesn't make me any less of a person. It doesn't make me any less receptive or compassionate or imp- it doesn't take away from any of that. Just because my process of thinking is different from yours doesn't mean that we're not going to come to the same outcome, especially if it's something that we both believe in. We both stand strongly about, especially if it's, it's coming to that, if that's going to be the end point. I process and I deal differently. And most people don't understand that. And they don't get it. But they also don't get why you put things in place like that in your life. And that all goes back to your experience. We can all be connected through a story, but the experience is going to be different. I can talk to another woman that has been abused and we can share that story, but our experience is different. There may be some similarities to it, but the experience is always going to be different. And just because one person hurts and you hurt, doesn't mean that it's going to be the same level of hurt and pain that you feel. It's not going to be the same. Just because your level of pain and hurt is different from the next person doesn't mean they don't feel. And that's where we get tripped up at. We get tripped on trying to compare the level of hurt and pain and sometimes trying to put our own level of hurt and pain over someone else's, but you still feel it. It's just like if you were getting cut. If we both get cut by a knife, yours might go deeper than mine, but we still get hurt and we still felt the pain. Just because your cut is deeper doesn't mean we still didn't feel pain. It's the experience. And a lot of people don't understand that. And we get so caught up on the wrong things and, and then we convince ourselves, oh, you know, we're open. You know, I'm showing compassion. I'm showing empathy. If you're honestly operating compassion, empathy, you're going to understand somebody's story. You're going to understand their experience. Try to understand their experience. Show that compassion, empathy, but you can't fault them or downplay their experience because you wouldn't heal a certain way. You never went through the experience. 
And as I was going through this, having this conversation with my friend, and we were talking about different things to talk about moving forward, you know, in July and um, the upcoming months, I'm going to start digging deeper into these things. And I, I told you all that story to say this. Another person's perception of you is not your reality. It's not. Because we all have stories and we all have experiences. We all have things that we go through. We all experience life. We all go through these these different phases and seasons in our lives. And they each teach us something. They each show us something about ourselves. And I believe that things don't happen to us. They happen through us. And the things that I've experienced, the things that I've gone through, the things that I have been able to speak about and touched on in previous podcasts and other conversations, all those things were happening through me. They were happening through me in order for me to see things about myself, maybe that I need to revisit, maybe to even question myself, why did you step away from that? Why did you portray your own trust when it came to this? What was your reason for that? And once you're able to do that type of self-reflection, to really think about this stuff, that's when you start to peel back some layers and you start to, to develop this sense of wisdom and, and peace about yourself in the situation. Because we continuously create stories around the things that are happening. And trust me, I've done it plenty of times before. And it's a process. But sometimes we like to rush our own process because we look at everything else that's going on around us and we try to speed it up to compare to the next person's process because, you know, they're at a point where we want to see ourselves. So we try to rush our process. It doesn't work like that. We have to go at the pace of our own flow. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to give ourselves the opportunity to grow and to learn. And the shit hurts. I'll never sit up here and tell you that life is easy. I'll never sit up here and tell you that the process is going to be easy. But when you come out on the other side of that, when you come to a space of evolution and understanding and comprehension of all of those things that you've gone through, you feel so much lighter. You feel so much better about who you are and whose you are, you start to understand that. And with everything that I experienced over these past two years, two and a half years, I had to really dig deep. And I had to go back to that space. I had to go back to my peace. And part of me going back to my peace is understanding why I stepped away and how that impacted how I showed up in other areas. Because you know when something is off with you. You start, you feel it. You're like, ah, this isn't right. I don't feel like myself. And then we try to convince ourselves that we're okay. And in reality, we're not okay. And I'm pretty sure that you all have done that before. But I found myself doing it. I'm like, nah, like this isn't cool. Like, why does it feel like this? Because I betrayed my own trust. And I stepped away from what I knew. I stepped away from the person that I created 
based on my experiences. I stepped away from moving in that space of love. I stepped away from that. And then you get mad when things are going another way and you're, then you're questioning why. And that's where you have to slow down. And you have to have that conversation with yourself. And that's what it's all about. You know, you're not the first, you're not the last. Everybody goes through it. Even the most wisest coach person in this world, we go through it. Even as a coach, I go through it. And I talk to my clients all the time. And my clients know me. And they know me so well, they can see when something is wrong. Like, girl, something wrong with you. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. Like, mm-mm. You know, you're not good. Do what you tell us to do. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, call me out, you know, and that's fine. But sometimes we need that. And those are the types of relationships that you start to build once you create that boundary for yourself. Once you create that space for yourself that you want to operate in, things start to flow to you easily and effortlessly. And these are all things that I knew, all things that I know that I've learned over the past 37 years of my life. Well, actually, you know, since I was old enough to even, you know, experience and go through these things. But you get what I'm saying. These are things that I've learned, things that I've experienced. And based on those experiences and things that I learned, I know what works for me. And I know what's not going to work for me. And I know what pushes me to certain points. That's a part of knowing who I am. And that's okay. But I also had to know and understand other people's perception of me is not my reality. Because I can't take on your perception of parts of me that you don't understand. I can't take on that and I can't identify that. I can't identify with it. You know, and... When you're operating that space, some people might not like it. Some people might view it a certain type of way, but what other people think about you is none of your business. It's not, especially if you know who you are and you know your worth and you know your value and you know what you know what your essential values are, because that's what matters at the end of the day. You are what you you are what matters. I am what matters. That's it. And we have to remember that and keep that at the forefront. I am what matters. How I feel is important. And one of the things that this mentor, he told me, he said, you should not have to beg someone to understand you. And the moment that you have to beg someone to understand you, that's where you need to let it go. And a lot of times when it comes to relationships, especially in the beginning, you know, because you you stay and you try to to be there to work it out or try to get this person to see your point of view, get you to understand. You're begging to be understood. You're begging this person to comprehend and, and see how something is hurting you or something is affecting you. And then you end up staying and you begin to lose a piece of yourself. And then you begin to, that's the, sets the tone for you beginning to fall in into these other, these other spaces that you shouldn't be operating in. 
And a lot of stuff starts to happen from that. It's like a ripple effect. And before you know it, you're lost in the waves. And when you're lost in the waves, you're just going, you're just allowing it to just carry you. And you're trying to swim up against the waves, but it keeps pushing you. You keep going and you're, you're trying to figure out how do you how do you swim through this? Like, how do you get through it? And it becomes so tiring because you're continuously trying to swim up against that that wave. And we deal with that. And sometimes it gets hard to push up against that wave and find a space where the waters are calm. And it's okay for you to to have gone through that. And even if you're going through that right now, it's okay that you're going through that. But just remember that you have a choice. You can continue trying to go up against that wave or you can just allow it to flow and teach you what it's meant to teach you. And once you get to that space where the waters start to be calm, then you'll start to see different things. And then it's not as tiring. It's not as draining because you're not using as much force and energy trying to tackle this wave that you can't get through. That you can't seem to to push your way through because it's too strong for you. So as we move through July and the upcoming months, we're going to start diving deeper into a lot of issues. We are going to talk about depression in more detail. We're going to talk about anxiety in greater detail. We're even going to touch on suicide. We're going to touch on all of these things because I feel that those are important. And there's nothing wrong with the empowerment, the self-love, the self-care. And, you know, I'm a heavy advocate for that. I'm a heavy advocate for therapy. I'm in therapy right now and I absolutely love it. I'm an advocate for anything self-care, self-awareness, because that is what I do. And that is the life that I created. That is the platform that I created. That is what I stand on. That is what I believe in because it's me learning the importance of those things is the reason why I'm able to sit on here and talk to you about it because of the experience And even though whoever's listening, we may share the same story, the experience is going to be different. I am here to share an experience. And hopefully you will be able to move yourself to share your experience and write about that experience. Because that is a way of healing. To come to a point where you're able to talk about those things, to break down those walls and peel back those layers. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to peel back those layers because we, we need that. We definitely need that. So I just wanted to jump on here today. I know this episode is a lot longer um, than the previous ones, but all for a good reason. So I just wanted to jump on here to share that story with you to let you know that we do have some great things coming up for the month of July, some things that we are going to be sharing with you all. And we are taking a different approach to this because it is needed and it is time. And it's important. And it is vital for us. It is very important for us to be in this space with one another. And I cannot wait to share the experience with you. I can't wait to do that. So, of course, with any and everything, I will always, always leave you guys with peace, love and light. And until next week, 
the official <laughs> the start of that, I will talk to you soon.